welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Today we're talking about shooting your shot, um, taking the leap of faith and following your God-given dreams and walking in purpose. I believe that you would never be fulfilled until you are walking in purpose. My guest today has an incredible story to share. She took the leap of faith and started her own business this year. But before we go too far, I want to read a review. This person says, well, this is Lovely Blaze. And she says, the first show draws you in and makes it so easy to listen to. The new normal is so hard to adapt to, but knowing that it's not just me makes it easier. I definitely been on the self-care journey after suffering a few losses last year, and I'm using this time to effectively take care of me as well as my family. I love everything about this podcast so far, and I'm excited to see where it goes. So thank you so much, lovely Blaze, for taking the time to submit that rating and that review. But speaking of self-care, I think it will behoove you to go back and check out episode seven, where I I discuss self-care with a mental health therapist. But now... Let's talk. My guest today, Bree, Brianna Garcia. She studied interpersonal communication at the one and only University of Houston downtown. She is the founder of Higher Ground, a ministry that reaches 18 to 30 year olds in the greater Houston area. She's an entrepreneur. She's a photographer and she is just a great human being. Welcome to the show, Bree. Awesome. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me here, Paul. Yes, most definitely. So we're going to jump right in. Tell us a little bit more about Higher Ground, because I'm a young adult pastor, too, and I really love what you're doing. So tell us more about that. Yeah. So Higher Grounds actually started um, back in 2012 when I graduated um, from high school going into my freshman year of college. And it wasn't called Higher Grounds. It was actually called the Night of Worship and the Word. And how that started was once a month on a Friday night, everyone would gather at my home and we just worship, just acoustic worship. And I actually spoke the first night and it was a kick, started off with 40 people. And so we continued it for about two years and we noticed it was, it was very, very um, awesome. And we had a lot of people. So it was a good turnout. Um, One of our last nights at Higher Grounds or at Night of Worship in the Word, we had um, a loud bang at our front, my front door. And there's always a sign outside my door saying, just please come in. So we don't have anyone interrupt during the worship service. And we saw two policemen in front of our uh, door. They're like, hey, 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 what's going on? I'm like, oh, hi. And they're like, is there a party going on? I was like, "Mm, kind of. Yeah, in a way. I was like, no, sir, we're just like having some worship with some college and young adults um, here in my home. They're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, you know, just be careful because there's a lot of cars in the streets. So we just want to just be careful where it doesn't get too crowded. I was like, okay, no problem. So they're very nice. And I was like, I want to come in. And they're like, oh, no, it's okay. Just just move the cars out of the street. I'm like, great. Okay. So we did that. And I'm just getting in the getting in people's keys, just trying not to make it a big scene. But it was just really funny. So I realized that that night after when the service was done, I was like, man, I need to have my own place. I want to have my own, my own building, my own little coffee shop or something. So I can have, you know, the night of worship somewhere else besides my home now. And so, um, my dad's a pastor at Bethel Baptist church 
And um, he asked me, he was like, hey, honey, we have this vacant room. It's storage. It's pretty huge. Um, you can use that as your coffee shop or just a time to gather with your young, young adults. And I'm like, great, let's, 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 um, let me think about it. Um, this is nice, dad. But my vision was to have like my own like building coffee shop. Me thinking at that age, like it's easy, we can do it. Um, but you know, I told I told my dad, and I actually told God for about a year, like no, I said no. And so um, finally, coming into um, a couple of months after that year, I I humbly come to my dad, I was like, let's do it. I want to make that room and transform into a coffee shop environment. And so we did a team of us gathered and um, we, we turned that room upside down. It was just like a storage room and we like turned it upside down and um, now it's higher grounds and it's beautiful. It's um, like a coffee shop, modern um, environment where young adults, 18 to 25 year olds can come and worship and hear the word of God. And, um, but, the word people get from higher grounds is very homey and cozy and welcoming and intimate. And those are the words that we, um, you know, want to invite people that that's what we're about and just loving people and just sharing the gospel. And it's just really beautiful just to hear and see different people from different stories and different parts of Houston. And we get it from, from Woodlands and up North and South, just all over um, Houston and greater Houston. So that's been very impacting. And, um, what makes us unique is we have a different speaker every month. And, um, if they're really great and awesome, they'll come back and kick off like a special service for us, but we like to keep it new and fresh with new voices and new um, faces of speakers to bring and present the word. Um, so yeah, that's our higher grounds community and that's what we do. And it's been super blessing to be, um, the one that founded it and just continue to grow it. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That is a wonderful story. Like seeing the similarities, I started a, uh, a ministry, a college ministry uh, close to that time when I was in college. And also we both pastor kids. And so yeah. I just want to echo that I've visited higher ground and it's, yeah. it's definitely worship and it's the word. But when I went, it felt like I'm just about to go hang out with some friends, um, yeah. have some conversation, drink some coffee. Oh, we're actually we're going to worship too. So it's such those words that you described it as intimate and homey. That's exactly how I felt as well. I just so happened to to age out, yeah. but uh, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, you're good. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Well, friends, as you know, the title of this episode is called "Shoot Your Shot." It's a play on words because Bree here is a photographer and she always captures the best shot. So Bree, you started this photography business in March. Um, what what all went into the process, you know, of taking this leap of faith, um, leaving your job and just being all in as an entrepreneur? I really want to hear hear your heart. Yeah, totally. Um, I wrestled back and forth with going full time into photography because I always did it like part time and just did some photo shoots on the weekends here and there. But I was like, you know what? Um, it's my passion. It's my heart. Like, I really love just being with people and meeting people. And then also secondly, just, you know, photographing their stories, their heart, you know, whatever session they want to, they want me to capture. So, um, trust me <laughs> with a lot of prayer and a lot of just guidance from like other people and just getting some feedback from people that have gone into full time photography. Um, 
I just jumped right in and I was like, let's do this. Like I'm, I'm excited. I'm all in like, this is, this is my purpose. I felt like this is what I've been called to do because I've been encouraged by so many people. They think I've, I already done full-time photography. I'm like, no, like it's just part-time slash like a hobby in a way. Like I love it, but you know, it's not my full-time job. And, you know, I just think about it's a lot of work, you know, to like build your, your company up and to actually get to where you want to be. And, um, I'll be honest, I got discouraged by, um, even some close friends. They're like, well, it's going to be hard. It's going to take years to get where you want to be. I'm like, it's okay. Like, I know it. Like, I'm, 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 I know where I'm supposed to be and I got this and honest, honestly yeah, got on my back. And <laughs> I was just like, it's okay. Like I was just a positive about it. I didn't want to be too like negative. Um, and that's just, I guess my character of who I am because I just, my identity is in Christ and I just know like I'm his and you know, I'm going to be okay. So, um, yeah, jumping into it in March was, um, very exciting. Um, as you know, COVID begin. I don't know if that was, um, your next question, but, um, it really, it really shook me in a way where like, wow, okay, God, you are testing my faith big time. Um, because I literally launched March 1st and then COVID, um, just came trickled in and I was like, all right, this is a, this is fine. Let me just focus on still building and branding and picking up my website, do it better and all that, all what I can do at home. And so, um, I actually launched a project in April, mid April, where it's called tell your story project. And basically that replicas the front porch project, as you may have seen on social media of photographers taking photos of families or couples in front of their homes during quarantine. And so I I did that. I stayed a distance and I provide my services and I did it at an extremely reasonable low rate um, for anyone. And um, it was a blessing, to be honest. I have gotten um, so I got in 25 clients um, and I shot 25 families or couples. And that was just a huge blessing because at least half I'm hoping at least half can just rebook with me and, you know, have future sessions. And we just made that just instant bond and um, got to photograph their families. So um to be honest, it's, it's been a blessing in disguise during, um, this COVID, um, as I just launched my photography business, but yeah, so it's, it's great though. That is, that is awesome. I love how you say you just jumped right in and in spite of like the criticism just kept, kept going. Cause sometimes you gotta be careful who all we tell our dreams to in the infant stage, because they could unknowingly just kill it by their, um, negative negative remarks so yes you so exactly you launched this business in march and covid decided to launch as well and so thank you so much for speaking to just how that kind of just shifted your life and shifted your business and you mentioned something about you knew it was your purpose and there's a lot of people our age and our generation they really struggle with you know what is my purpose in life and how do i know so how did you know that this was your purpose as you stepped into this photography business yeah, I'll be honest. I was definitely one of those people that 
couldn't figure it out for the longest. I, like I said, I graduated in 2012, I mean, 2016, December 2016 at U of H um, with communications major. It's like, okay, I have this degree. What now? Like, what do I do? So I tried a little bit of marketing, um, like some, um, like, contract jobs or some internships with that. I was like, okay, like, this is cool. Like I wanted to get more into it, but I was like, I was also offering my photography businesses and people were just like, wow, like you're really good at what you do. Like that's that's awesome. I was like, thank you. And so, um, as I just continued just to do that and actually worked with a photography company, um, I was like, man, like I can be doing what I'm doing here as my job, but with my own business, (laughs) And with seriously, just a lot of just practical, just working with that photography business and just learning for them and prayer, I was just very expectant to like, okay, God, is this what you want me to do? Do you want me to go full time? Do you want me to pursue photography or do I go into marketing? Like I was very just like, okay, what's going on? I feel like I'm getting closer to my purpose. Like this is exciting, but all right, God, I need more confirmation. (laughs) And so, um, honestly, just with prayer and just with people that see like my heart, that it's even just more than photography for me sometimes, because I just love people. Like I have a communications degree. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. I love to just hear their story and just what's going on in their life. And I ultimately just want to be a blessing whenever I do photo shoots and just um, bring joy to them um, by guess capturing their images, but just being a friend or being a um, someone that can just you know love them and just encourage them in any way. So finding my purpose, it was a journey. To be honest, um, it took ups and downs, going through everything you can go through to find it. But you just have to just be open and just continue just to um, pray and and see. Um, see what you're really good at. And yeah, that's how I found it. I was, I literally wrote that down uh, right before you said how discovering your purpose is, is a journey. You don't just get mm-hmm. to this place. Like, all right, this is my purpose. Like you're, you're ever growing. You're always um, evolving. I know my purpose was ministry and now I'm discovering another purpose within it um, through this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so anytime, Bri, as you know, this anytime you want to do something new or you want to start something we always get a visit from Mr. Fear. And so how did you handle fear as it relates to like trying to do this new thing? Yeah. So, um, fear is just, sometimes it would just, the thoughts, the thoughts of just worrying, getting into this was very, um, discouraging thinking about, let's see, number one money. You think, okay, photographers don't make a lot of money, <laughs> especially if you go full time and just focus just on that particular thing. But I was like, you know what? Like, it's just crazy. I have like stories after stories of like for my, where I went to where I started at working at a bookstore at UHD to going to being a nanny to doing like other jobs and just how it got me to where I am now. Like it just blows my mind just how, just word of mouth of referrals and just people, how they can just help you get to where you can be. Um, but ultimately, yeah, fear was a definite, um, struggle. And to be honest, sometimes I can be, um, a little bit scared and just think about, Oh my goodness, like, 
you know, there's so many other great photographers here and, you know, I have, I have to, I have to be different and be unique and, you know, I don't want to be like the same. And so, you know, it's just, I just have to create my own, um, my own, just my own brand and who I am and just continue to be me, honestly. And I think that's, that's how God is going to navigate and just bless my path and just continue just to open doors for me. Um, but honestly, I just put my trust in God and everything. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the route that I'm going. Just continue just to trust him and through it, through it all. You mentioned how, you know, you went from as you graduated and you was a nanny and you worked at a bookstore. I just want to encourage people out there, embrace a season that you're in because the season that you're in will prepare you for the next one. And I totally relate to that fear as well. Because I've been sitting on this podcast idea for a while and I was like, you know, if I do this, who's going to listen? And all the questions that Mr. Fear would try to give us. um, And then it's already over half a million podcasts already out there. And so I just want to say to the listeners, like, as Bree said, yes, create your own brand. And so you may say there's millions of authors, there's millions of songwriters. Yeah, but they're not you. The world needs to hear your voice and your platform. And so speaking of being an entrepreneur, especially in during this pandemic, um, how do you stay motivated? Yeah, so um, so I'm a, I'm a new um, aunt. <laughs> I have a nephew. He's going to be eight weeks. I mean, eight months, sorry, eight months next next week. And, um, honestly I've grown and learned to just take pictures with my family just all around it. And so to be motivated, honestly, um, my family just keeps me motivated and, um, my boyfriend, they're very supportive. Um, as they know, I'm a new photographer and I'm going full time in my business, but just to keep, um, posting on social media, Um, and just to keep, uh, just to keep my audience engaged. Like if you don't post for a while, it can be unmotivated or you can be not, you know, you can be hidden and, you know, people don't see you. So I just constantly just, just try to post and be engaging with my audience on social media. Um, and even besides photography, I like to post a little bit of my personal life, like what I'm doing. If I'm like working out at home or going for a bike ride or some awesome a dessert I just got from a bakery, you know, something fun and just engaging just to show, hey, like, you know, I'm human. I'm a photographer, but, you know, I also do other things. And um, it just kind of motivates me just to keep um, my work fresh, too. If I want to post like a, an old photo from King. Cancun trip, like I will do that and, you know, just kind of keep everything just alive and going. But yeah, it's, it's a lot during, especially during COVID, it can get discouraging. Um, but honestly, I try not to think about, you know, the, the hardships or the, the struggles right now, because honestly, that pushes me already. I don't even have to think about or look at it because it pushes me to get to where I want to be and to get uh, further in life. So yeah, that's that's how I do it. <laughs> so, Bree, I really admire uh, it's your bravery and how you've been persistent with your your business. And I follow her on Instagram. I would encourage you to do so as well. And I link that in the show notes. Just have beautiful curated pictures uh, that you know make you smile when you, when you see them. And so, she's an excellent <laughs> photographer. And so, I'm I'm really curious. Like, how did you know this was the quote unquote right time to shoot your shot and to begin 
your business? Because a lot of people always say, I'm waiting on the right time. Yeah. So to be honest, to me, I don't think there's a right time. Um, just like me and my boyfriend, I'll give an example. We've been dating almost five years in August and um, we talked about, you know, obviously we're on the road for marriage. We date with a purpose. And <laughs> so he's just like, you know, we talked about, there's no really no right time. I mean, we have our plans, but you know, life happens and things change it up. So um, just like with my business, like there's, there, there was really no right time. And I didn't know COVID was coming. I heard about it in other, other parts of, you know, in China when it started, but I didn't, I didn't think we're going to get to where we're at now with this pandemic. But, you know, I, like I said, even, even with the pandemic or without it, like, I just, I knew that when I was ready, I took my time building my website. Um, I, I wanted to push myself with a little deadline too, so I can, you know, work and be consistent and get, get that out there. And, um, you know, I just, I just went for it and I went for March, March 1st, and I seemed like I was ready and I just wanted to go ahead and launch. It was, it was briefly also like the new year and wanted to keep that fresh in 2020. And so, um, yeah, to me, there wasn't really a right time. I just, I just went for it when I was ready on my, on my time and, and just went, yeah, went with it. I love that. I love how you gave yourself a deadline and just yeah. go for it. And so listen, I just want to encourage you that that thing that God is stirring in your heart and you just keep putting it off and putting it off waiting on the right time. As Bree said, there's no such thing as a quote unquote right time. There's always this thing that could be in the way. So it's like you said, it's just, just do it. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so Bree, thank you so much just for your collaboration and this conversation. It's really sharing your inspiring story. But before we go, like what encouragement or advice would you give to that person that, you know, God is stirring a vision in their heart, but they're, they're afraid to move forward. They're afraid to take the leap of stuff like you did. So what encouragement would you give them? Yeah. So I honestly would just, um, just don't be ashamed to express your passion, your heart for whatever you have, whether it's starting a business or jumping into a new career change. Like I just encourage people just to really, just to really go for it and just to jump in it and do it with a lot of prayer, a lot of patience, and honestly, just um, ask others for guidance and ask others their thoughts and what they think of how they can, you know, um, just give you feedback. And you don't have to take it all. You can just listen and see how it can apply to you. And I think that's super important, um, especially to our generation, that um, a lot of us can make mistakes by taking in all the advice and listening and doing what others tell you, but you don't have to. All you can do is just absorb it. And if you want to, you feel like that's good advice and good um, advice for your business or for your life, then you jump on that and you, and you take it. Um, but yeah, that's how I just encourage all of you guys just to just to go for it and honestly do it with a lot of prayer and, um, you will go places. I promise you, like it's scary, but it's super exciting. Bree is out here dropping wisdom with some gems on us, <laughs> dropping the knowledge, man. It's going to be, and you describe it so perfectly when you're doing something new, when you're shooting your shot, when you're walking in purpose, it's going to be both scary 
and exhilarating at the same time. And I love how you encourage the people to say, go forward and to be patient. And as there's wisdom in bringing others into the brainstorming and the feedback, but at the same time, not taking all of it in because you don't want your dream to, to, to die right, right there. So this has been a, yes. (laughs) So this has definitely been a phenomenal um, conversation, uh, very um, motivating. And so this moves us into our lightning round. We just want to answer these questions in 30 seconds or less. And so um, let's do it. What are you most grateful for right now, Brie? My health and resources. Those are my top two. (laughs) Okay. That was record time right there. That was like 10 seconds. I love it. I love it. (laughs) What is, so here, Real People, Real Talk, we're all about mental health and holistic health, not just spiritually, but physically, mentally, et cetera. What's one thing that you do for self-care? I would would probably say like a, I'm very clean even before COVID. (laughs) So I'm very germaphobic. Um, But like a facial routine, I like to just, you know, always take off my uh, makeup every morning. I mean, every night before I go to bed, wash my face and brush my teeth, you know, do all of that. Just facial routine is super important to me. Um, But yeah, that's how I, I like to what I I like to do. (laughs) Shout out to the facials. (laughs) So how can people go from surviving to thriving? Surviving to thriving, I would say to be goal oriented. Um, I think that's key just to really just focus, just focus on your goals. um, Because we can we can eventually we you can get there. Because if when once you like lose focus and you shift away from your focus, then that's when you just you stay stagnant and you don't get to where you want to get. So you have to just have your goals and stay focused. So yes, those two. <laughs> That's, that is good. I love that. So listeners, you might want to press that 30 second rewind and hear that once again. Um, usually I just do three questions, but since you are a fellow Houstonian, I have to ask you this. Whataburger or Chick-fil-A? <laughs> okay. Um, Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. I love chicken in general. Um, that that was a tough one though because I love both, but I love my Chick Fil A. <laughs> I know that is a tough question for those Texans out here. So, yeah. thank you, Brianna, so much, man, and I really appreciate your time. I just want to say to my listeners, like those that's in the greater Houston area, if you need some dope pics, please check her out. I left her website in the show notes, BriannaLaurenPhoto.com, and also thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, if you're on Instagram, my call to action today, just want to ask you to follow me, Paul W. Calco. The link is also in the show notes. I would love to stay connected. Um, feel free to direct message me or DM me topics that you would like for us to cover and to discuss on Real People, Real Talk. Lastly, I want to encourage you and challenge you to shoot your shot. The thing that makes you feel alive, the thing that God is stirring in your heart, just do it. As Breeze told us, jump in, whether it's starting a business, writing a book, going back to school, you fill in the blank and go for it. Proverbs 16 and three says, commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Thank you so much for tuning in and God bless. <laughs>